Welcome to this episode of That Florida Podcast. And today I'm joined by the hosts of Mickey Files Podcast. Anybody that hasn't listened, I suggest you go and find them now on your podcasting app of choice. Scott and Karen were very generous with their time and we recorded for nearly three hours. So I'm going to split this into two episodes. The first episode covers Bush Gardens in detail and we also chat a little about car hire and parking charges and hotels on International Drive. It ends a little abruptly at the end, but I needed somewhere to stop the episode before we go into speaking in the second episode about SeaWorld and Silver Springs. So I hope you enjoyed. So without further ado, here's Scott and Karen. And I got your names right this time, didn't I? <laughs> you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's a throwback to when, when I interviewed them on yeah. Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. And I... Uh, I think I, I married you to David, didn't I, Scott? I, you called me Dave. Oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you realized it Which later, is understandable. And, you know, yeah. uh, oh, I uh, Dave, so it makes sense. Verona Beach is the one I love. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm right sure. now, people are going, what? What? Yeah, yeah. I, I, ref- <laughs> I did... I did an episode on Vero Beach, and I, re- I refer to it as Verona Beach all the way through. <laughs> so professional. Realized what you were talking about because we heard, you know, I heard Vero. Yeah, right. it, it, twenty times apparently, according to to Rob, and then, and then I even put on it, you know, make a drinking game out of it for Rob Rob Madiri. <laughs> he had to go into rehab oh, afterwards. Great. Oh, that's great. Okay, what we're going to talk about today is SeaWorld and a little bit of Bush Gardens later. I might split these up into two episodes. We'll see how we go. I've got five days to spare at the beginning of my trip down in September this year. And I was looking for a ticket. Now, I first was going to buy a ticket for SeaWorld alone and Bush Gardens, which would have been a 14-day ticket. But then I found this one on SeaWorld's site in the end for three, three separate park days in the three separate parks with a dining plan and it was a hundred and I think sixty five pound each in the UK. Oh wow. Wow, that's a good So thing. that's your dining plan and an entrance to each one of the three theme parks once. Deborah's not so keen on going to Aquatica, but SeaWorld and um Bush Gardens is fine. But we will go to Aquatica. Yeah. But yeah, I mean literally you've got to eat those three days is the way I looked at it. Yeah, right. So right. You, you know, and you've got to go somewhere. I think especially if you're based over there. You could spend two days in SeaWorld pretty easy. We used to do SeaWorld a lot, but unfortunately, you can only use it one day in each one of the parks. So you've oh, got, okay. which when I, I originally took, I said, oh, we'll go to SeaWorld three times. Right. You know, save us, because you can catch a bus from International Drive to Bush Gardens, which is included in the ticket. So you've got mm-hmm. transport. 
that's pretty cool. Right. That's a great deal then. Yeah, I, I think it's a br brilliant deal to get over there. And we've not been to Bush Gardens since 2009, so it's it's a while. It, it's different. It's yeah, it's different. They've uh, they have maximized their space at Bush Gardens. Yes, they have. Yeah, I'm sat here looking at the the map now on my on my uh, iPad. It won't come up now. I'm doing it, but yeah, they <laughs> seem to have added quite a bit more. Room was there when we were there last. They yeah, really have, haven't I, they? Looking at it, I, I worked at Bush Gardens, eighty-seven to ninety, a couple years of high school, my first year of college, and it is not even close to the same place. It's only seventy-five acres, the entire park, and how big is you know uh, even yeah. Magic Kingdom? Yeah, yeah, and they've got quite a big savanna in in in, in that seventy-five acres. Looking at, haven't they? Yeah, so I remember the do. safari round round there when we mm -hmm. went in two thousand. We went two thousand and nine and two thousand and seven to to Bush Gardens, but we didn't go over there in twenty twelve. But yeah, it's um, it's somewhere I want to get back to anyway, just for yeah. the content for the for the podcast, literally. And then when this right. ticket popped up, I said, "Well, while we do that, that's a day." I think it's sort of like an early start in the morning. Obviously, how far is it from Orlando? About an hour, hour and a about that from international drive depending on what time of day but yeah an hour hour and 15 minutes something like that it's out tamper isn't it yeah it is so you're looking at about about 70 miles between the two parks about 70 miles yeah so, so. not too bad then i'll pick up the coach and we, we'll get over to bush gardens and you've got your whole day obviously they're right. only going they're only running it i think like say eight o'clock in the morning and you probably return at six in the evening, something like that. So it's not yeah. like you can choose a lot of different times. So you're, you're you're there for the day, you know. So you've right, got, right. So if you're going for the day, and you're you're not driving your own car. You've got to eat there anyway. So the right. the idea yeah. of buying a dining plan, even if you've got the ticket, seems seems an ideal deal, really. Yeah, I, I'm going to assume, hopefully, that the dining plan they put you on is the same as what's available to us which they have a it's 39.99 a day for us it's 39 for everybody else it's 49 okay 49.99 a day right. all you can eat and drink yeah and i think you can order food every it's 90, like 90, 90 minutes, minutes. Right. yeah yeah yeah. yeah, so it's very cool. They have um, they have some really nice quick service restaurants, you know. Yeah, food. Yeah. They also have, for those familiar, uh, Chick Fil A in the park, oh. so you can go to Chick Fil A every ninety minutes for all day if you want to yeah. do that. All, all day <laughs> you know. dining is forty nine ninety nine. Right. Yeah, because I'm just looking at the add-ons. Any of the quick service restaurants every ninety minutes and order an entree. A dessert, a drink, I think. I think that's what's included mm -hmm. every time. And it's not alcoholic drink, but yeah. yeah. Um, but still, that's that's a great deal. And then you bring baggies and put stuff in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't travel without baggies. Ziploc baggies. We keep saying we're going to go over there and just go to Chick-fil-A every hour and a half and stock up. Yeah. But we haven't done it yet. Because we're only about three miles from Bush Gardens. Oh, really? So I, I was... What's going to be one of the questions is how far are you from Bush Gardens? I knew it was local to you. I knew yeah, you were, we're close. On, basically, Three we're on Bush and 56, then they're Bush and 46, so, or 40th, so 16 blocks. Yeah, so we'll coordinate our day. I was just looking at that 
when you were saying that, I was looking at like the add-ons with things like the um, the quick queue. Now that can go from nineteen ninety nine to about seventy dollars, depending on which day of the week you're going and the time of year. I mean, I'm going obviously September time. It'd be between the twenty third and the twenty sixth. I think we moved to Disney. Unfortunately, okay. good old Virgin have just bumped me three and a half hours with a flight. So I was supposed oh, to be flying out uh, midday, and now we're flying out at 3.40 in the afternoon, which gets us to Orlando around, I think it's going to be sort of 1 o'clock in the morning UK time. So by the time you've got through, if that's if there's no delay, by the time you've got right. through customs and stuff, you're going to be getting to your, to your hotel at 10 o'clock in the evening, uh, US Eastern Standard. So right. it, it yeah, it's late, you know. Because we would normally yeah. pop out and go to the grocery shop across the road and stuff and pick a few bits up, but it's going to be late, a late one this time. So we yeah, won't be right. doing anything on that on that day. The next day will be obviously Deborah's shopping day. <laughs> well, we have to have those, right? Yeah, that we'll be going up <laughs> International Drive. So it'll be one of the days. Well, that be Friday, Saturday, might be Sunday or Monday of the of the, of the following the following couple of days. Because I'll go on all the big roller coasters if I can get on them. But if, Deborah if won't go really, on any. Really want to go on the roller coasters? Like right now, they're not. They weren't busy the times we went. I think probably the best thing would be to kind of get an idea. You don't have to buy the cute thing now. You can buy it day of, right? Yeah, as I okay. understand it. Yeah, so that's to maybe kind of get a pattern. Go look at the pattern of the wait times. For we normally go over there on you know Saturday afternoon or maybe a Sunday afternoon. So what should be the peak time? Bush Gardens has not been crowded, like yeah. at all. I think when the last time we were there, there may have been a ride or two that had an hour wait, but most of the stuff was 20 minutes. I would almost recommend don't buy it until you get there and see what it's like. Yeah, I'm looking at it. And if you want to buy it in April, for instance, I've just clicked on. It's $109.99. I'm assuming that's plus tax for for a Saturday in in April. And that's probably around Easter time. Spring break. Yeah, spring yeah. break. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We do. Yeah, that's yeah. that's always it's been be busy. the busiest time at Bush Gardens. Right. Yeah. And... When we're there it, it, it goes from where are we, the twenty Yeah, it goes from I think the most expensive is the Saturday, which is sixty nine dollars and then it's thirty nine ninety nine and fourteen ninety nine on the Monday. So Sunday's not so expensive, but the Saturdays yeah. The Saturday yeah. looks like it's the most expensive for the queue, the quick queue system they use, which I assume is very similar to what we'd use here. We've got a couple of theme parks that use a, a, a queue, queuing system like that. Because you basically go up and um, they put it on your card and then basically you like yeah. tap your card because they don't have match bands or anything like that. You just tap your card and they let you in there. It's a, kind of like a paper ticket, you know, card stock. Yeah. With a magnetic strip on the back, so it does scan or a barcode, you know, deal. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like we haven't actually used it because we don't do a lot of roller coasters and it just hasn't been busy. Like everything right. we've wanted to do was basically walk in. Feels more like the old the old fast pass system. Yeah. At Disney. Yeah. You know, go oh, to the ride, get your that. turn time yeah. kind of deal. Yeah, we used to we used to love so, doing that. Back yeah. when it worked well. You yeah, I, off I'd go with me three or four cards and get, get me return time. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they were the days. I would definitely recommend at Bush Gardens, if you're into animals, 
uh, do the safari tour? Yes. Yeah. Where you stand in the back of the big truck and it was very cool. It was very cool. I'm looking um, at some yeah. of the, 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 the upgrades for like the, um, there's a tortoise inside a tortoise thing. Well, my wife, we used to have a tortoise, um, which we lost a couple of years ago, but, uh, that's like $20 as an experience yeah. or it says it's not $20 depending obviously on the dates, but they look like they're pretty much standard. That's the price looking through yeah. and they've got lots of animal um insiders they've got um an australian experience at 39.99 there's a cheetah one there's the elephant insider tour there's a lot of extras that you can add on there's an elite adventure tour which is 400 dollars. so i'm not sure <laughs> yeah. what that in what that entails i don't know what that I, is i, I gotta look that, that up yeah, now. i gotta look it up there's a gorilla insider tour which is only 30 dollars i'm assuming that that they're obviously the, the more expensive ones are small, like the VIP tour we did at Disney. Right. And then these right. other ones are just literally someone standing there explaining the, the animals mm -hmm. to you and stuff like that. But yeah, there's Hippo one. There's lots, you know, there's the uh, Australian Keeper for a day at $250. If, I mean, if someone's into Australian animals, that's as, as a present for a, for a birthday or something like that would be incredible. And they do an elephant one as well along that line just sort of scanning through on online but yeah i i think some of these things are not too bad price where some of them are up there but oh yeah right but this about the smaller ones the shorter ones are you know it's like a half hour or so on one of those it's basically like you can see animal kingdom would be the next evolution from what bush gardens was you know with the habitats and everything the way it's set up it's always been a you know literally world-class zoological park even with the roller coasters and everything else so yeah marlow zoo over here in the uk is a similar sort of system and they do that keeper for a day type of experience and, and to be honest with you there's there's not a lot of difference in the prices i mean that's, right. i think that's about 200 250 pound so like that equi equivalent to what i was talking about there but yeah, they, they do that over here. and also on the zoo on the island which is a tiny little place which is really just um it really only has tigers, lions, and uh, marsupials and bits and pieces. It's not really a, what you would class as a zoo. And that will charge you a couple hundred pounds if you want to do a keeper for the day. So, yeah, it's, right. it's sort of pretty much the standard sort of thing. But there's lots here. I mean, there's uh, penguin experiences, sloth. There's all sorts of things here that you can do. Incre incredible selection if you have a look through on just a quick scroll through online i also noticed they have an app which i've downloaded today and uh got to get looks like you can do a food order through the app mm -hmm. uh, yes you can do food order and you can see wait times just like my disney experience does and it gives you kind of lets you kind of plan your day which is kind of neat we were it had been a few years like probably 10 since we'd been to bush gardens before we got our passes back in september and started going again and we were really surprised at how reasonable bush gardens and sea world are mm -hmm. for from merchandise to food to admission to perks you know as a pass holder yeah yeah so... because the the annual passes are not ridiculous expensive and they're yeah. doing a ticket now where you can buy you buy one day and you get the rest of the year free right yep. that fun card mm -hmm. yeah which i think's an incredible deal isn't it for somebody yeah yeah so oh, yeah and the biggest reason we did the passes is for the parking that's a big chunk. Right. And no blackout dates. 
So the one we did. The the parking is still twenty five thirty bucks a day. It's, thir- yeah. it's thirty dollars a day parking. I, yeah. it, it's incredible. I always always I, gets my head that. I, I know. You know, even Disney's only twenty five. Yeah, it's you know. I mean, thirty. If they started charging for, I've got a, we got a theme park, and that's only about three miles from here, uh, Robin Hill. And if they started charging for parking there. I mean, (laughs) they'd be in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we used to always have, there's two theme parks on the island, Robin Hill and uh, one called Black Gang Shine, which is, and they're the two big theme parks on the island that say big, big being in. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. You know, probably acreage, they might be up there because they're quite big, quite big parks, but there's not a lot there. And there's obviously not massive roller coasters like you've got in the US. But, um, they do. They used to do a really good deal for Islanders. You know, I think it was about two hundred pound a year or something like that for both theme parks. So oh, when yeah, we had right. kids, obviously when they were little and into that, we would do exactly that. We'd go there regular, but they don't charge for parking and and, and stuff like that. When when I was in sixth grade, so about twelve years old, my summer camp was basically Bush Gardens. We bought a, we had an annual pass and. My mom would drop me and my friends off at Bush Gardens when she left for work and pick us up on her way home. <laughs> that was every day. That was summer camp right there for probably at the time like 40 bucks a year. A proper value. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can't see somebody dropping any any of the kids off at, at Robin Hill here on the, on the Isle of Wight and picking them up later on. I'm thinking you have to go in with an adult. But yeah, it was forty years ago. It was you know. Yeah, yeah oh no, it's a different world. We grew up different. Different. Yeah, <laughs> so did we. So did we. Because I used yeah. to come here to the island as a kid. So did my wife Deborah, and we used to go to Black Gang China and Robin Hill. Then there's still some of the same rides and stuff that are still oh, there yeah. now from forty years ago. Well, there's still so, some of those at there's, yeah. I, I was actually surprised because they have made so many changes, but the first roller coaster that I ever went upside down on back probably when I was ten or twelve years old is still there. So that's yeah. it's forty years. It's more than forty years old because yeah. it wasn't new then. Because they've got some quite big roller coasters, haven't they? Iron yeah, Guazi. If you're a roller coaster guy, it's a it's a roller coaster park. That uh what's it called? Cheetah Run. I've been yeah. on that. That's cool. Cheetah, uh, yeah, yeah. Cheetah Run is fun. Cheetah Run, yeah. And Sheet Cree, you've got that. They, they look they're both big. Yeah, and they got, big. which is the one that squirts up all the water when it goes through and everyone uh, gets soaked? That's Sheetah Run. Yeah. 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 I, I, I do remember my boy standing under that and getting soaked. And me thinking, mm-hmm. right, now you've got to sit on a coach all the way back to Orlando in air condition. <laughs> I was surprised how wet I got on Frozen yesterday. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of. Yeah. We, and we were in the back row. Do you know what? Yeah, what happened? It was, got... it, was a, it was a lot of people. There were a lot of people in the boat. I've never done it. You've never done no. Frozen? Oh my goodness! I've never managed to get onto Frozen. Oh my goodness! When you come, we're going on Frozen. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think if we went on it before when it was um, Maelstrom. 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 I've tried, and we might have done. But uh, we certainly haven't been. On, we might. Uh, you wouldn't get my two sons anywhere near anything. You know, thing. I mean, you get a splash like pirates. You get a splash when you go down the hill. I I had on jeans yesterday, and my jeans were still wet when we finished lunch. It, you know, that, that, it was. I could not believe how wet we got on there. I felt like I was on Splash Mountain. I was going to yeah. say, did you do Splash Mountain? 
I, think I did not. It too. I did. I did. I was going to say, I thought I'd see you on there, Karen. <laughs> Michael it was a whole mess. Up. We'll talk about another time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They brought a monorail into the station. We were waiting. Tony Ann was waiting on us to get, because of the DAS pass, to get us on it. They couldn't get the doors on the monorail to close, so they had to send it out empty. Well, in the meantime, the next one behind it has waited so long, they were talking about sending it out empty. I was, I told Karen, I'm like, go in, do the shopping you need to do, and I will just come back and get you. Like, I'm not doing this. And then they loaded the next monorail. She ran over, they rode yeah. Splash, and I'm like, great. Now I still only have two weeks left to get on that ride before they close it. And Michael so, and Tony Ann got stoked. In the front row, they got stoked. Stoked. Michael was just sitting there kind of dumbfounded with this, <laughs> why? Why? And he's looking at like, Tony Ann. How did this it's happen? Just, it's literally dripping off of his eyebrows. It was just so it funny. Was. There's a picture somewhere of me and Troy. Well, no, there's not a picture of me and Troy. There's a picture of me. Troy's gone. He's <laughs> he's underneath, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and I think that's the only time he's ever rode it. He won't go on it now. Yeah. Well, and I I videoed it on one of our actual camera video recorder. So when it was over, I'm trying to take my shirt and clean the lens because it's soaked. <laughs> the lens was soaked. Water spots on the video. <laughs> You know, they used to have one of those at Bush Gardens. I don't know if they did when you were there. Tanganyika Tidal Wave. There's a picture of me. There's a, a somewhere at Bush Gardens. There's like a waterfall in it. You walk through like a cave. And mm -hmm. I'm stood there by a, a, Deborah's doing something. I'm stood there with my hands out going, look at the state of me. And I, I am soaked from top to bottom. <laughs> and I'm looking at it. I think it must have been River yeah. Rapids. The River Rapids right oh, here. God, I'm looking yes. at We went on that. And, I, and obviously, on any moon, I mean... Uh, shirt and shorts and I'm absolutely soaked and I can see the picture now I I, I, know, I could probably go and find it it's probably and they have the big water guns yeah. all around that yeah. so people on the yeah. sideline can pay 50 cents to shoot you with water as you're coming through yeah Congo River Rapids Congo yeah. River Rapids that's right yeah so I remember going on that back in 94 because obviously we went in 94 we came over we did we stayed on I drive and we did everything. So we were there for three weeks. I think we did. Oh, wow. Yeah. We did Bush Gardens. We did um, SeaWorld. Obviously, Quattaco and all that lot wasn't heard of. Animal Kingdom wasn't open even, was it? We went over to, I think we went over to Daytona Beach for the cars and the bike, things like yeah. that uh, yeah. back then. And then we came back and somebody pulled out in front of me and totaled the car we, we'd hired. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, that's oh. great, isn't it? Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why Deborah doesn't like me are in a car. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually I get it. I oh my god, get it. Yeah, we had two instances. I two two uh, someone just pulled straight out in front of me, and I, I mean, just come straight across the crossroads, straight for a red bang. And obviously, the, the hire car company took the car, and I said, you know, insurance was all sorted; it wasn't a problem. But they said, I'll go and hire another one, and then my Deborah wouldn't have it. So we didn't have one for the rest of that vacation. When we came back later on, and we hired a car, <laughs> and I was sat at a junction, and I'm thinking, there's a car with its headlights facing me. So I corrected myself, but they were in the wrong lane. I wasn't. Oh. <laughs> and because, so now you're both in the wrong lane. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it, it, it was only, a, I think it was crossing I drive. 
And I just okay. pulled into whatever it was, Red Lobster or whatever the car park was and turned around and came back out in the right lane. But yeah, someone was facing me. So literally, they were going to drive, you know, they were in the wrong lane. It did uh, put Deborah off of driving. So I've always laughed. Well, now we're on Disney property. We don't really need it. But yeah, she's, uh, so my, that, that and along with my uh, dream of get, hiring an RV and go, driving across America, I think's bit the dust a little bit. <laughs> It would be a cool trip. God, it'd be a cool trip. Yeah. yeah. With Bush Gardens, then. So it's mainly got big roller coasters. I noticed it's got a couple of big drop rides as well now, hasn't it? Yeah. It's got, um, I not remember it's the fat, name of that thing, but Wild Surge or something's closed at the moment. That looks like that's a big drop ride. Falcon's that, Fury. Yeah, that's a big drop one, too. And a lot of their, oh, there's several of their items that are still under construction under right now. Some of the displays, the animal exhibits, yeah, yeah, are still closed. But yeah, Falcon's Fury, that one drops. Um, there's a smaller one like that. That one's on. Remember, we saw that one in like kind of the yeah. They, they have a kids version, yeah, of well, one of the drop rides, which well, is very cool. Yeah, yeah. But th- there's a new one getting ready to open. It's called Serengeti something, um, and it's like a swing ride, which is why they took out the Phoenix. I think. Mm-hmm. It's a swing ride, two different, but you sit like four people wide, five rows deep, and it's like almost like a pendulum type swing, Right. which that actually looks really cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it now. It does look like it's one of those sort of boat things about the boat, and it looks like you're swinging sideways. Yeah. yeah. That, that, I'm not sure about that one. And that says opening spring 2023, yeah. so yeah, in the coming open, months. March, Mar- end of March or April. Iron Guasi, that looks is that that's not a wooden coaster, is it? It's it's a it's, oh. it originally was called Guasi and it was a wooden roller coaster. Yeah, a true wooden roller coaster. I don't really know exactly what they have done. They I believe they left the frame up, but maybe changed the track. Right. The track is metal and the the framing of it and like when you're going up the hill, it has that clickety clack sound like wooden roller coasters do. Yeah. Oh, but all of the outside cosmetic framework is all wood but it is it is fast it is fast it is super high the part that cracks me up is that it does twist you but you don't have a shoulder harness it is a lap it's a lap bar only Mm -hmm. but it it twists you several times you actually go sideways as you're going around a curve unless they've changed it the scorpion which is would be the oldest roller coaster that's still there. It's a full loop, upside down. Yeah, and it was a lap bar. Yeah, unless they've changed it recently, it was a lap bar. Yeah, and then there's another one. There's Tigris, something or other. Mm-hmm. That one looks insane, but it looks if you're into the twisty and going in loops. Yeah, I can see Tigris there. Yeah, and they're so smooth now. Yeah. You know, just roller coasters in general are so smooth now. It's unbelievable. Have you done Velociraptor um, Universal yet? No, we let our Universal passes expire and then it opened. So, <laughs> well, I did yeah. it. I did it back in January, and that's that's up there with. I mean, the other roller coaster. I mean, I've done the big one up in Blackpool, which is huge. I mean, it was at one stage one of the highest roller coasters in the world. But that's just one big drop, then a roller coaster. But that right. that right. Velocicoaster is incredible. 
because the way you're sat upright in it as well, and, and it, it's it's quite the ride. Because my other SeaWorld has, yeah, SeaWorld has this a new really cool one, cool one getting ready to open. It's under construction. Line. Yeah, um, you stand up on it. You're stand sitting, so you actually have a place to rest your rear end, but you are eighty five percent standing. So it's like you're on a surfboard. Oh, that sounds really neat. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool, and it's it's very cool. So like the little like stool or whatever that you would kind of sit on is on a a piston. So oh, as you're going around, you're up and down, and it's it's a really cool. It looks coaster. really cool in the videos you've seen. The you know illustration, you know animated illustration looks so cool. I want to yeah. go on that one too. And they're putting that in at least two of the SeaWorld parks, which means there'll be something like it at Bush Gardens, yeah. you know, coming in the near future. Yeah. Just same company and all that. Because I, I can remember when we were there, I think it must have been when we were there on Honeymoon or one of the times after. It used to be owned by a beer company. Anheuser-Busch. That's it, yeah. Originally, so hence the Bush Gardens. Um and it literally was when it opened in 19, I think it was 58. Um, there was a brewery in the middle of the property and what they call the bird gardens was put up and it was some flamingos and aviary and just gardens. It was, you know, just something to be nice to the people in the neighborhood when they put a brewery in. Um, and then a little history, uh, late eighties, they bought SeaWorld. And Cypress Gardens, which has since been sold and is now Legoland. Yeah, I'm the Cypress Gardens. So they owned all those. And then, uh, probably early 90s, Anheuser-Busch sold everything to InBev, which is a Belgian brewing company. Makes uh, Heineken. Then the whole focus kind of changed. They took away the the free beer. I was going to say, I can remember getting free beer there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The hospitality house was great. Yeah. (laughs) And now I don't think even InBev has anything to do with it. I think it's just a theme park company now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do remember that because they had the horses out, didn't they, with the, the carts and stuff like that. They had that, the whole didn't... thing with the high, the Clydesdales yeah. where yeah. old barn and kept them here. And... Which is really cool because you go in and see them. And... Horses are just neat. Yeah. You know, especially big horses like that. It was very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was... Uh, it... I can remember that. I can remember going up because I remember the guy I had drunk when I got a second one here. Two maximum, buddy. Two maximum. And I thought, well, yeah. <laughs> two from you, two, two from, from you. the next window. Yeah. 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 Two, two later Send, on when you guys change shifts. Exactly. <laughs> Send Deborah up. <laughs> yeah, because I think she got ID'd. I think that's what, what I think it was either there or it might have even been the rep. The classic Rose and Crown story might have even been the Rose and Crown where she got ID'd, and obviously she was 25 at the time. And <laughs> there was this big thing, and when we were younger, it's a big thing. I got when we got married. My uh, the guys I worked with all came to the party, and she worked on days, and I worked on nights. And they went up to my father, and they said, "Do you mind Kevin being so much older than Deborah?" And he went, "What are you on about?" <laughs> they thought she was like 17, 18 when we got married, and I was like 35. They thought I was they thought I was in my late 30s, and I was like 27. <laughs> There's always been this thing that everybody seems to think Deborah's so much younger than me. I'm, I'm not hilarious. helping now with this beard like you, but... Right, that's not helping things, really. Yeah. 
<laughs> I know the feeling. So when she got asked for ID, she'd love it in in Disney because they used to ask her or, or wherever we went in America for ID because obviously you had to be twenty one. You know, she was only twenty five yeah. and she did look really young. So yeah, she used to love that. Yeah, she'd, well, she'd lap all that up. When we did the Star Cruiser last week, um, you guys had all headed down, and Samantha, our friend Samantha, and I were we were all sharing a room, so we were up in the room grabbing, you know, whatever, putting whatever back in the room before we went down to meet them at the bar. And we're leaving. She's like, I can use my magic band. I don't really need anything. And I was like, you better take your ID because you know how it works. <laughs> and sure enough, we walk into the bar. She sits down and they card her. <laughs> you know? And she's 30. 35. Three, I think. 30, yeah. I think she was born the same year I graduated high school. <laughs> but... Oh, don't but, let's not let's not get onto that because I've I'm no, just, sure, right. I'm really upset. Sure enough, sure enough. As soon as we walk in, like, okay, can I see your ID? I was like, told you. <laughs> <laughs> and then they end up carding Rebecca. Well, she got Sam got carded a couple times, and yeah. they did card Rebecca, and she went really okay. <laughs> yeah, it happens to both of them all the time at Disney. It's really funny. Yeah, because I'm, they don't wear your makeup and stuff like that. They do look younger. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think we're trying at one stage in the UK to bring in, like, basically, you'd have to have ID to buy alcohol across the board. Now, I was for that because when you're serving customers, you've got to make that choice. If you've got to card everybody, if everyone's got to give you ID, whether they're 70 or 17, right. 18 is, as it is here, at least if they've got to give you ID regardless, and it's, that's the, the rule across the board then that's not a problem, is it? Then, right. Because your employees can get in trouble. We've, we've had a, an issue here within with the company where people have been have been done because they've served people underage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? And they said, well, I thought they looked over 18, you know, and because they didn't, they're liable, personally. There, not the company, personally. There's a gas station right in front of our house, and twice a year you pull up and there's a sign on the door that their liquor license has been suspended for 48 hours and you're like okay you sold it to a high school kid again yep you know <laughs> you just know that's what happened well, it was basically a package store so you know it's not like they can stand there and no it's hairy sometimes yeah, I know. yeah but that's it's just beer and wine coolers see yeah. I, it's what always amazes me because you're starting to get it now where you can buy alcohol in normal supermarkets in 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 america aren't you whereas we've been integrated in that way i mean you can walk up in you could walk up in my place and you can buy hard liquor straight off the shelf straight into your basket through there's there's no separation there's no off licenses in the uk there hasn't been off licenses so a lot of the a lot of the grocery stores have a separate liquor store right next door not in the grocery store you have to go yeah, you actually have to go store. to another store. You actually have to go out of the grocery store and physically. Yeah, I don't know of any that even have a door from the store into the liquor store. You have to go it's just on out, literally make a U-turn and go right in the door next yeah. to it. But it's next. It's next to the sweets where we work. It literally is right. next to. The, <laughs> you can literally <laughs> pick Capri's chocolate up, and then with the other hand, pick a bottle of jack daniels up it's that close see and, and it's weird though because and, and it's off topic but you know you got people that come over so in tennessee where my mom 
lives during the summer. They sell beer and wine at the grocery store. At the liquor store, they can't sell beer or wine. And they can't sell any mixers. So it is only liquor at the liquor store. You know, no Cokes, no Tom Collins mix, no nothing. It's really odd. They're still dry on Sundays. Actually, the county she's in is dry except for one city. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it's weird the way even during, even state to state. Now, here in Florida, mostly used to be couldn't buy anything on Sunday. Then you couldn't buy before one. Now it's like 10 o'clock in the morning, 1030 um, because of tailgating. Is basically why it happens. So you can buy on your way to the football game or the baseball game and have your tailgate party in the parking lot before you go. Right. Yeah, that, so that, keep, that's a really phenomenon up. that doesn't happen in the UK, tailgating. What you say about with Florida. I mean, if I wanted now to come over and hire a vehicle, I mean, I'm talking for the time. I mean, for two weeks, it's a little bit cheaper. But because I come over for longer than two weeks, it gets ridiculous. I mean, I wouldn't see change it at $1,500 probably to hire a car in the US because wow. you're taking the insurance I'm more of a risk because I'm obviously coming in from abroad right yeah you're looking at you're looking at maybe maybe $1,500 and you're getting at $1,500 all I'm getting is a, a compact right yeah right 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 you can barely fit you and your family and your luggage in right well, well when we came over this last January we would not have been able to fit our the car we'd have got with that with that deal would have been a compact, like I say, and I wouldn't have got my four suitcases and my my carry on in in the boot. No, right? Yeah. I mean, it's all right when me and Deborah come over because you put them on the back seat. But yeah, you had the kids. Yeah. Yeah, that's four adults. I mean, even even last week when we were there and we had our car on property, we Ubered two or three days. Yeah. Just took Uber around. I have this argument with people on a regular basis on Facebook pages. Someone said, oh, um, Andy's car, there's a, there's a, a guy does, um, mm-hmm. does like, tries shops around for you to get a deal on a, on a, on a hire car. And he's sort of, you're getting it maybe, I don't know, say say $1,000. And I say, well, yeah, you've got $1,000. Now you've got a car. Now you're paying, if they're not, obviously these are people just on normal, so they're not DVC, so I've got yeah. to pay $25 a night to park the damn thing. Right. And then if they go to anywhere other than Disney, they've got to pay $25 to park it at SeaWorld or whatever it is, or, or Bush Gardens or wherever they go. I said, yep. all of a sudden, you're up to $2,000 for your vehicle. How many Ubers could yeah. you get for that? Yeah, you can hire. I'm yeah, hire it, certain you know, well, to let you know, um, at midnight on New Year's Eve, so that's like probably the highest price uber lift you're ever gonna get right we were staying 10 to 15 minutes from beach club is where we picked up leaving epcot we walked to beach club got one there so we were about 10 minutes to where our hotel was we were just off property um it was 25 bucks you know but it was 25 bucks and and that was the I mean, it's not going to ever be any higher than midnight and at midnight on New Year's Eve. Yeah, no, you that's, know? yeah, yeah. That you is expect that the surge the price, wouldn't you? That was one of the right. reasons why I didn't want to sort of wait until we got into MCO to get a lift from MCO to Disney because I just it would 
I was worried about the surge pricing. And luck, luckily for me, the the, the uh, arrangement we had was fine. But when I got there, I was supposed to phone them, and my SIM card wouldn't work. My my own my own phone wouldn't work. So I had to message Mandy Ray, and Mandy Ray sorted it for me. But yeah, that's a for the from the yeah. UK. You need to get the best bets to get a Brit to get an American SIM sent from our Amazon. Put it in two days before you go, which will allow it time to sort itself out. And then right. when you go off a plane, you've got a live phone. Right. Whereas if you go off the plane with a with a British phone, say on I, I'm on three, I've got three phone calls. I can use it just like I can use it in the UK, but it takes a couple of hours for it to sort yeah. itself out. I need it when I literally get off that plane. Yeah, for sure. And the only reason why I could do anything was because I could use the um, Wi-Fi in 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 the airport just to message um, Tony Ann and Mandy Ray to get try and get one of them to phone up the company to say because <laughs> they said phone us up to tell us you're here. Yeah, right. and then which is can. fair enough. So they don't want they don't want to dispatch you because they don't know how long you're going to be in customs because you could be in right. customs for ages, you know. Right. So you yeah. know. But if you if you if you wanted to walk straight out and pick up a lift, that would have been a or a Uber, that would have been a lot easier. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. it, you know. Now we had a little bit of a problem. You know, maybe there's a heads up for your listeners. Now, this was again Just the peak it. of the peak. Um, so we booked a lift as we were walking out of Epcot, and. It said, you know, 20 minutes. Okay, well, it's fine. We've got to get there and, you know, it'll be fine. And I understand it's going to be a while. Well, somewhere between Epcot International Gateway and Beach Club, that driver canceled on us. So they've got to find another one. They found another one. And within like a minute and a half, she canceled. And then all of a sudden it pops up. Sorry, we can't find a driver for you. Your charge has been refunded. Mm-hmm. I had a similar incident. So Karen goes on online to the app. I've, I've just done it and I'm like ready to cuss at Lyft for the next hour. Karen goes on the Lyft app, not only finds a ride right away, the lady is in the parking lot at Beach Club. So it's like a one minute till she picks up. It turns out she was, she's from Central Florida. She and her husband come over for New Year's. They were their DVC owners staying at the Beach Club. She had just watched the fireworks in Germany and decided she might as well go pick up a couple of rides. Yeah. So she literally had like followed us out of the park, walked over to her car, got in and picked us up. Couldn't <laughs> have worked out better. But picture of it and it shows she's at the beach club parking lot. I'm like, why is she in the parking lot? I figured, okay, she just dropped somebody off. No, she just she literally just went to her room, got her car keys, and <laughs> decided to go drive for lift for a couple hours. Well, I've had a couple of interesting Uber ones when we were there in 2019. I, a guy, a woman pulled up in a big um, a Voyager, a big people carrier oh, yeah. type of thing, right? And to pick me up, and I went to get in, and she was, I had to go around the other side, climb in the other door because her passenger door didn't open. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's weird because they like. They have, they're supposed to go through like these. Your vehicle yeah. is supposed. Yeah, it, 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 did, it didn't look like. I, I wouldn't have wanted to kick the tires on it if you know what I mean. 
<laughs> but I wanted to get back from a wilderness lodge to wherever it was, Saratoga Springs. So I just got, right. jumped in. I thought, it's a woman on her own. What's she going to do? You know? But Yeah, right. And I, I had a, a German woman pick me up in a pickup truck. And I mean, one of them, you know, pickup trucks. <laughs> that was, not the tires were at my chest. Right, The tires right, yeah. at my chest. I climb up oh, into the and there's this little woman there. I said, oh, hi, yes, you're all right. I sit in the front, you know, sit in the back. What? And she goes, and I said, what's up? And then she started speaking to me in German. I'm thinking, oh, my God. She doesn't speak <laughs> English. <laughs> and I, and I sort of, I've got no German, but okay, fair uh, enough. She took me nine, back to where I wanted to go. Like German. <laughs> Farford Nugan. But like, you just... Oh, Deborah wouldn't wouldn't have got in the vehicle with her. And like I say, those Uber those Uber drop rides with Sam were just Oh dear, bless her. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. It's like the only place we ever do it is Disney. Yeah. You know. There's no reason to I mean at she home. jumps in Ubers in New York and stuff and just totally fearless, isn't she, bless her? Totally fearless. Yeah. Fear. I mean, but that's 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 your way. You that's know. your way of life. And I've never been, day. you know, I've never worried about any of it. But you know, I'm also not a young single woman. No. Um, but you know, I've never really had any issues. And usually, Lyft and Uber are pretty good about telling you, you know, this. I one of the rides we took, the message popped up that the uh, Uber driver was uh, deaf or hard of hearing. Yeah. You know, they kind of tell you like. You know, yeah. it, it you always seemed to be with communication. It always seemed to be the same Toyota when me and Deborah were same Boy, Toyota. God, everybody drives a Camry, right? Yeah, I or, <laughs> or yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it, it seemed to be the thing, and 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 because I, one we picked up, uh, we were staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I was at Kadani, and Deborah was at yeah Jumbo yeah. House. I can't remember. I'd gone back for the umbrellas or something like that, but we were at two different places. So I picked the girl. I said, look, you know, my wife's at Jumbo House. Can you pop in and pick her up? She said, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. She was in a BMW um, <laughs> M series. A nice. Nice, wow. freaking nice car, you know. <laughs> like, where else can we drive so I don't get out of it? And she was like a little tiny little girl in this M series. She And she come, and it was, she pulled right up and picked picked deborah up like and deborah got it and we were going to it was a thursday night we were going first time we hadn't met any of the geeks other than we'd bumped into tony and we pulled up outside bay lake tower and we went up to the and there was nobody there so that's great isn't it i said if we would have turned up in a wreck of an old car every every <laughs> geek in the world would have been there <laughs> but here we are here in this, this sweet car <laughs> looks like we're in a limo <laughs> and nobody gets to see it <laughs> We did the, we did a limo years ago, um, to go to 1900 Park Fair. I hired a limo from through Virgin, and so we got this limo. It pulls up outside, and and big black Hummer limo, stretch, yeah, right, oh, yeah wow. beautiful piece of kit. So my yeah. two boys that are in there are having a great time. We're driving along, and then she pulls into this hotel, and I'm going, what's going on? She's oh, never pick up. I goes, you what? She'd only done two pickups. So some of family went to get in and I went and they went like, What's going on? And and so anyway, they I said, Well, were you going to Night Lunch Park Fair? And they said, Yeah. I said they've double booked us, haven't they? I said, Well get in, you know, because 
the, yeah, the alternative was and they didn't get the 1900 part fare we went there and the the wife really kicked off when she got there with the driver <laughs> and it was a woman driver and and so they took the 1900 part fare and then dropped us off somewhere else but yeah i couldn't believe that a limo and they double booked it wow Wow. And I bet they double charge. I bet you didn't oh, get any yeah. discount for that. Well, I, we, we, we both wrote to, um, it was actually through Virgin, I think. And we yeah. did, I think I did oh. get some money back off that, off that particular one. But yeah, that was incredible. But yeah, I, I, I really worries me. This is the reason why we're booked to stay at, at Surfside rather than staying at, um, another hotel on I drive. Cause hit and miss with what you're going to get, right. but you know what you're going to get with the Surfside, and they're pricing it now basically the same price as anything on iDrive. Yeah, right. I've paid under $100 a night. I was going to say, which is very reasonable, like surprisingly reasonable to stay on iDrive. I mean, yeah, I, I'm there in a, admittedly it's a standard room this time, but I'm there for under 100 bucks a night. I mean, my whole yeah, flight snore was under £2,000. It was £1,800 for two flights and of five nights. Hotels very close to either of the theme parks for a hundred bucks. It's surprisingly easy to find that, you know, even just a few years ago, if we decided last minute to go spend the night, we were okay, good. We got it for $85 and it's, you know, not great, but we're getting here at midnight and we're going to be out by eight o'clock and who cares. But there are now some very, very acceptable hotels for a hundred bucks up and down. I drive and on one ninety two. You know, it, it just makes it. I, me and Deborah buy um, a trolley ticket, so we got them down our drive for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. What was that? I think that was fourteen pounds, seven pound each, less than ten quid, ten dollars. Right. You know, <laughs> so to me, knowing I know what that I know that hotel's only been built. Quick, it's only about three years old, isn't it? Surfside. Right. In actual fact, if you look on Google Maps, it's not even built. It's still in the process of being built on oh, yeah, Google right. Maps. <laughs> I'm st- it's st- the, the, the the pool's just sort of marked out it's not even dug <laughs> but you know what you you know you know what you're getting whereas it can be hit and miss and we've had that situation where we've gone to because we get a lot of people come on going oh oh I'm going to say it wouldn't the Rosen Inns well the, the Rosen Inn on International there's about three of them right yes. they are old motels they're like two story motels but the Rosen Plaza and the Rosen International, I've stayed at the Rosen Plaza. That's a nice hotel, but people yeah. think that's what they're going to stay in, whereas they're actually staying in something that used to be a Best Western or an Eco Lodge or something like that on iDrive, and it's damp and it's run down, and, but now it's got yeah, the Rosen I name. The, um, I think that Rosen Plaza was a Clarion um, a couple of years ago, and it was a very nice hotel and very reasonably priced. I mean, the Rosen Plaza we stayed in in 2009, right opposite the... What's right by Disney Center? Springs, right? No, 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 no. I'm talking, it's on our drive by the um, conference center. Oh, that right. one. Yes. So they're, they're, they're a V-shaped hotel. There's two. There's Central and the Plaza. And those two are right. nice. And then just two blocks down, there's another Rosen Inn it is. And that's where you get all the cheap deals in the UK. And that's yeah. sort of like the bottom price for if you book through british airways if you book through virgin atlantic or tui 
because two right. are now flying into i think they fly into sanford okay but they're only flying a few days a week which it never works out for us of course not. sanford right. that's a is that sort of tampa way because it was no it's the other uh, side. a little bit yeah the other side of orlando but not far i mean you know 10 miles maybe yeah like it's not far but it is yeah the other way Kurt Stone from the Geekin' on WDW podcast. I'll do it for what you. podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the show. I'm sorry it ended a little abruptly, but it seemed a good place to end before we go into the discussion about SeaWorld. We cover a little bit about Aquatica and Discovery Cove and go into some detail about Silver Springs. And how British is this? We even discuss the weather. We talk about sinkholes and a little bit else about Florida. So I hope you'll enjoy that episode coming in a few weeks time. Thanks for listening to the show today. If you could leave us a review on your podcasting app of choice, that would be much appreciated. Like and subscribe and share it with your friends. And why not, while you're there, subscribe to Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. Go and give us a listen on our sister podcast. All contact details are in the show notes, so we will speak to you on the next show. The audio for this show has been recorded, edited and produced by Arla White Audio Productions. Hey all, David here. I'm one of the co-hosts of That Florida Podcast with an exciting update for you. I created Disney for Brits to help any Florida or Disney-loving fan make the most out of everything Disney. I started with the Disney for Brits YouTube channel and filled it with hints and tips to make your holiday magical. Then I became a Disney and Universal qualified travel agent to help you find the best holiday at the right price. And as I'm a learning machine, I've also trained with the world's greatest cruise lines, hotel chains and much more from Virgin to MSC Cunard to Hilton. So don't spend hours looking, comparing and searching for the very best holiday. Let me do all the hard work for you. Find me on Facebook and Insta at d for b travel That's the letter D, the number 4, the letter B, travel. All you non-Disney fans, and I know you exist, haven't been left out. Check out Ollie Travels, where my fox red cockapoo curates all the best non-Disney holidays out there. From cruises to all-inclusive, family value holidays to the most luxury holidays you can find. He finds them all. Check him out on Instagram and Facebook at Ollie Travels. Find out more about everything I do to help you at www.disneyforbrits.com. That's Disney, D-I-S-N-E-Y, the number four, Brits.com. If you're a fan of Disney pins and magical merchandise, check out Pin Imagineers. It's a haven for pin collectors and enthusiasts with bucket loads of information, regular sales, ops and giveaways. And you're joining one of the quickest growing pin communities in the UK. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at pin-imagineers. Look forward to seeing you again on another podcast and can't wait to help you on any of my channels. As our pal Mickey says... I'll see you real soon.